Welcome to the Zadzooks Happy Hour, a podcast providing commentary on the latest in film, TV, games, and comics. My name is Todd Stoll, and I'm joined by 25-year veteran reporter covering pop culture, video games, and technology for the Washington Times, Joseph Zadkowski. Hello, how are you today? <laughs> Get, wow. Getting ready for the Super Bowl. You excited? Who are you picking? I just went off topic again. Who are you picking? Well, everyone hates the Patriots, so I'm going to go with the Falcons. Oh, I thought you were going to say, well, then I'm going to go with the Patriots. I'm going to go with the Bears. <laughs> uh, I think it's going to be a close game. I'm hoping it's a close game. I, I don't care who wins. I hope it's a close game. Um, but, of course, by the time this gets up, the game will already be over. So I've just <laughs> wasted two minutes of our time. I'm picking Patriots. Are you really? By four. And it's not like you're not a Patriots fan. I'm not. I'm you are a, a Patriots fan. I am not a Patriots fan. You're a Dallas Cowboys fan. That is correct. They had a good year. They did. I uh, love that quarterback. I think it's going to be 31-27 for whatever reason. And it's going to be... That'd be great. Yeah, I'm hoping. Or it's going to be a blowout. Uh, thanks for joining us on the ESPN Live broadcast. Now back to the show. Uh-huh. All right, so we're going to talk... Jack Reacher. Never go back. Which I may never go back after this movie. <laughs> okay, it wasn't that bad. Compared to the first one, it was not great. It was different. Yeah. It was a little more family-themed. Which is not the was point. was PG-13. Was the first one PG-13? If I remember, there's a lot more violence. There's a lot more violence in the first one. He's by himself. In this one, he's not by himself. He has multiple cohorts with him. Right. He has... Somebody from the Avengers. Somebody from the Avengers. <laughs> and um, uh, and a possible daughter that yeah. annoyed you to no end. I don't... I Even didn't. though you, you, it was in the book. I know. So you I, really can't take that element out of the movie. No, you can't. I can take the actress out of the movie. You and could. Say, and say that, that that role was not filled correctly. It fell very flat for me. Right. Um, I didn't mind the action sequences to a certain extent but where where this fell into the typical cliche hollywood action movie was using the the quote-unquote daughter as collateral right and using it against jack reacher having a crazed assassin right again how many times have we seen that in the movie and that's where for me it was just you know one of these things where i mean i roll the first one was different. It would, there was something unique about it, and it made it fun. And you know, it was this guy that just didn't quit and was you know very good at what he was doing. And <laughs> I think Cruz needs to stick to Mission Impossible. Ethan Hunt's a much better character. For him. It is, and and those movies are great. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it wasn't my favorite movie. Certainly of his, uh, it was not as good as the original. And I'm and. I'm going to segue off very ever so slightly. We're going to they're going to boomerang this and come right back. I'm hoping John Wick Chapter 2 right is not like Jack it's, Reacher 2 and that it's not great. Not I'm hoping starring I, Tom I'm, Cruise. Well, I'm just hoping Keanu that, Reeves, that it, it another sequel doesn't suffer the same fate because right. Jack Reacher had so much potential. John Wick was a great movie. Let's uh, let's not see it. Yeah, I didn't know in uh the latest wick that Larry Fishburne is uh Yeah. From the Matrix, those two get back together. Yeah. That's kinda cool. Yeah. Where's the other three Matrix that they were supposed to be coming out with? 
Let's not. That's what they keep saying. Let's forget all about that. They keep After saying. After the first movie, it was it was death. They keep saying three more. I couldn't have been more frustrated in my life than after watching the first Matrix coming back for the second and third one. That was such a promising franchise. Oh, that first movie is just it's gold. Legendary. So anyway, I watched Jack Reacher in 4K, and it didn't make a difference. Other than the fact that Tom looked much older. The man looks, he's starting to show his age a little Mm -hmm. bit. He was so Dorian Gray for so long, and it's okay. He's an older guy, but I'm telling you what, man, nice close quarters combat fight scene at the end. Yeah. Okay? I liked it. Extras, uh, did you watch the extras? A little bit. 73 minutes? No, I did not watch all 73 minutes. You didn't watch all 73 minutes of the extras? I did not. The only thing I really cared about they actually focused on the still photographer, mm-hmm. which I thought was kind of neat. I don't see those segments very often. Um, Cruz was kissing his butt, and the guy takes still photographs to get people excited about the movie. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah, and I think you're seeing that a lot more, especially as these photos are released on social media. Chris Pratt is doing that with Guardians too, And um, Ron Howard yep. did it. On the next film we're going to talk about... Yep, Inferno. If you want to talk about it in a minute or wait, it's up to you since you're the producer of the show. Oh. And we know how much Listen, fun we, you've had. We just we just go with the flow on this thing. There's a lot of flow. Yep. Last week there was some backup. It's okay. Sometimes You, you... tell me. You want to stop for a second and come right back? No, I think it's looking good. We can just okay. keep going right wow. ahead. man. It's those are music. You have really got this under control now. That is music to your ears. Yes, it is. So we're going to talk also about Inferno on Blu-ray and 4K. Yep. Um, This is the third uh, Dan Brown, Ron Howard directed, Ron Howard directed, Tom Hanks Hanks. starred. Yep. A a movie along the lines of Da Vinci Code, Angels and Demons, and now you have Inferno. Mm -hmm. And Inferno. It, the high premise of the film is that there is a bioweapon, um, which unless uh, Hanks' character can find it. Treasure hunt. Another treasure yes, hunt. The national, he and Nicolas Cage are neck and neck with, with hunting treasure. Um, unless they can find it, it will be released and it will wipe out a good chunk of the population of the world right. in a short period of time. It's a little different than some of the other uh, films. The The previous film, uh, Angels and Demons, what was interesting about that was that they were leveraging the uh, God particle from the uh, CERN, uh, uh, the underground uh, proton accelerator that they have in, in really? Switzerland. That's fascinating. Thank That's you. That's interesting. Well, but they're using it to say it could be used as a nuke. Okay. So... These two movies, the la- the the last two movies are very kind of similar in the sense that they're you know weaponry of some kind. His companion is His companion. a doctor who he meets in an emergency room and after he's had an apparent concussion. And she's from a galaxy far, far away too. Yes, she is, Felicity Jones. Um, and I got to say, the talent of those two completely wasted on screen. Yeah, <laughs> they no. could have put anybody into those roles. Having not read the book, um, right. I can only say that it was the way it was presented on film was extraordinarily predictable. I knew the plot line 
less than half of the way through the and film. And it was so like it was so frenetic that it was just okay, we got to go here. Okay, now we got to get here. Yeah, was, okay, okay, was, let's go. It was a lot of leveraging his head injury and and making him question everything and and the way that that was presented on film was almost a uh, you know, Tourette style, right? And the cut-ins to the visions of hell. Yeah, it was, just, was that really even necessary? If was, that wasn't even there, would anybody have noticed? I'm not sure. Right? I mean, it's a Tom Hanks movie. Tom Hanks always delivers. There's no right. question. I wouldn't say it's a bad movie. I would say in the in the of the three movies in the trilogy, it's probably the worst. Right. Um, but it's Ron Howard directed, and it's Tom Hanks starring, and you know. You've got to take that with some level of gravitas to it and say it's a movie you can sit down and watch and form your own opinions. It's it's Sony, and I have a problem with what Sony does on their DVDs, which is they force you through a bunch of previews that you cannot skip past until you get to a certain point where you can finally hit main menu and skip through the movie, and I hate that about what they do with their DVDs. Right. So that's frustrating. If you want to get to the movie and you want to watch it, you've got to waste another five minutes just jumping through to get to the actual film. Once you're there, it's fine. Um, the special features on this one, which I think you probably have watched all of them, I, again, watched some of them just to kind of get a flavor for it, seem to be Okay. They're okay, but they're way too promotional. There's mm-hmm. nothing... The best part of the feature is there's 27 minutes of deleted and extended scenes, two of which there's a longer opening and there's an alternate ending. And the alternate ending I actually preferred. Honestly, Be- I didn't see that part. Because, because in the, the, um, the movie, there is a love interest right. to, to Langdon. Mm-hmm. And that's played out... <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I promised myself I don't want to review a movie and give away the entire movie, so y- you'll see it. Yes, there is a know? love interest in the movie, and it's left right uh, somewhat strangely. It's more of a vivisection rather than a decapitation. Yeah, yeah. Now, if you're watching in 4K, it's a beautiful travelogue through Venice, Florence, and Istanbul. That's what's exciting. The more exciting part of it is. Um, the Dolby Atmos soundtrack, which makes you feel like you have a concussion. They they make things happen louder and weirder at certain points, yeah. so that like when the doctor rips open a package of bandages, it's oh, really loud. The piercing sounds that they had where you're where you're supposed motorcycle roar, hearing the yeah. like, ringing in his ears, yes, was annoying. Just in like wearing Dolby yeah, headphones, imagine it in fourteen speakers. Yeah. so that was. Pretty interesting. I like what they did. And Ron Howard does, um, we had mentioned it before, he he, he is now obsessed with um, Twitter and uh, Instagram and the visuals involved in that. And he spreads a lot of images out before the film to say where he's at and what he's doing. And there's a little bit of a featurette on that. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting. And I think I think that's one of the things that, sometimes makes a film hit and miss because if you're giving away too much in advance of the film right. about what you're doing, I wonder if that's somewhat of a turnoff and why box office either does well or doesn't do well. But it didn't do that well. It did not do that well. But then again, it it understandably didn't do that well. It right. also was a weird time when it came out too, if I recall. It was... Um, yeah, I don't know if I mentioned I, that. I, I remember seeing it. The, the, the title... Um, you know the problem is is that there's 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 not like you know again we go back to Mission Impossible right it's Mission Impossible colon 
something. Right. And in this case, you had the Da Vinci Code, and then you go to Angels and Demons, and it's not like it's Dan Brown's Da Vinci Code, Dan Brown's. Right. You know, like, there's nothing that ties these movies together, and I think that hurts a franchise when you don't have that commonality because if I just look up and I see Inferno... Who would I think, know? I, I think that's either some sort of horror movie. Right. I mean, it's just right. a, it's a that's title. That's an immediate horror yeah, movie, Yeah, exactly. Right? So that probably also hurts a little bit, but... Um, yeah. So basically two, two high-impact movie stars in really mediocre movies. Yeah, and we hate to be the bearer of bad news. We don't want to seem like we're downers on these things, but they just weren't they weren't up to There's the, so much better. There's just so much stuff to look at right. that this is not, you know, right. This this You got to make a choice. You got to make a choice. You got a weekend. And you look at right? it and you watch it and you're like, "Ah, it's kind of Yeah, why did I do that? Yeah. I'm glad I didn't sit in a the theater and do yeah, it." Yeah, exactly. So. so, okay, when we come back, you're going to talk Resident Evil 7. 7. The video game. The video game. Not That's the, right. I actually look at video games. Not the movie. No. And, you know, we'll, no. we're also going to uh, quickly touch upon a sneak preview of Stranger Things. Sure, why not? Season two. So we'll be back. All right. Okay. Communities Digital News, built by the writers and editors that deliver the news 24 hours a day. Visit comdiginews.com. That's C O M M D I G I news.com. And support the next evolution in news. Go ahead and touch on it if you want to. It's too late. It's too late. You already sucked the emotion. I mean, that was interesting. You were talking about your days as a Toys R Us employee. That's right. I don't think anyone knew about that. I mean, it, you could look it's it far up. Far more interesting than me raking nails when I was in high school. Well, no, I I, uh, I sold video games. But you... Wow. I sold video... But you, yet you didn't play them. No, I did. You took them home? You got no, some? No, they, they actually let us set... Uh, the devices up in the back office, yeah. So you could play some of the new games and so be able to use that as like selling points. So you could intelligently talk about. Yes, yeah, so you could intelligently. So the best game that we ever had as a demo, and I want to say I don't think it was GameCube. Um, wow. It was whatever was after the GameCube. It wasn't the sixty four, and it wasn't Xbox. What was what was before the three sixty? Was it just called Xbox? Yes. I don't remember what it was. No, this would have been Nintendo. But Mario Tennis was the most fun. The Wii? It wasn't Wii. It was before okay. the Wii. I think it might have been the GameCube. I'm not okay. sure. I remember the GameCube. But I used to work overnights for a while restocking. Right. And we would play like an hour and a half wow. of Mario Tennis. And it was the most fun game ever. It's Between that and for Nintendo, GoldenEye. Uh-huh. For that was 64, hot. I remember that. That game was off the hook. Right, right. Um, so definitely sold like the original um, PlayStation 1s, fi- the original Final Fantasies for did PlayStation. You, did you buy any of this for yourself? Didn't need to. Wow. Didn't need to. Really? Oh, no. You could play as much as you wanted whenever wow. you wanted, and they encouraged it. Um, and we're about to talk about it, but I sold the first iteration of Resident Evil. Right and, and and many of their subsequent then then you'll be happy to know that they've returned <sighs> to that kind of a claustrophobic yeah action yep. level yep um, Resident Evil the last couple have been kind of derailed by blockbuster Call of Duty kind of action mm-hmm. which was really just disappointing I mean for as much fun as it is blasting zombies heads off and stuff there was really no 
build up dread, but the, you know. But the first one was so dark, too. I mean, half the time you're like roaming around with a flashlight. That's right. Well, this is the same thing. Awesome. But this is cool. Yeah. Well, okay, of course. Here, it's also number way one, better graphics. It's, the graphics are off the charts. Think about that. Think about a PlayStation original right. to a PS4 right. with ultra high depth, ultra high depth, HDR, anything you can put in there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this game is terrifying. Okay. Great. It's terrifying. Because it's so lifelike, and it's terrifying because they send you into a mansion and meet a family that you might find in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You know who I'm talking about? That kind of family? Uh, do like they, grandmas in a... Now, the question is, is, do they play dueling banjos at any point? They don't. They don't. But if you remember Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and if you remember... Um, it's terrifying. The fam- like families like that are, are, and you know they exist. They exist in this country today. That's right. I've met uh, many of them in West Virginia. They're, <laughs> yeah. they're called the Baker family here. Um, and you're sent on a mission as an unassuming dude named Ethan to find his wife. And you enter this mansion and you start walking around and looking, and things go really bad really fast. And here's the key to the entire game. It's no longer over-your-shoulder third person. It's first person. Awesome. So you're walking through the corridors, and you're walking through. The sound is as terrifying as some of the visuals. A um, lot of nail-biting and jump scares. And if you can imagine a jump scare with a really good sound system and you're in the dark playing this game, you can see where I'm at with it, where I'm still chattering a bit. It's about a 12-hour movie, basically. You're paying a 12- to 14-hour movie. Um, For the most part, it's very nostalgic to Resident Evil. There are scenes where there's, there's a level of firefights but there are a lot of surprises happening, and I hate giving away anything other than if you want to ask me questions, I'll try and talk around them. But it's think of the Evil Dead, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Devil's Rejects, Blair Witch Project, and even Saw. He's all kind of squeezed into the narrative here. You know what's interesting is that one other video game did it recently with the really creepy family. It was the Telltale Games, The Walking Dead, with the girl who is the sort right. of... You know, you're you're playing this guy who's trying to protect the girl. And do you right. remember when they go to the cannibals? Yeah. They go to that farmhouse, yes. and it's very creepy, and things are coming at you, yep. and you don't know what yep. to do. Yep. Sounds very similar to that. Very similar. Um, so the only problem I had with the plot was if you're going to... So at the beginning of the game, you're walking through this insect-filled swamp. Then you see this old creepy mansion... And then you see it's all boarded up with, and there's barbed wire fencing and gates. So you walk around the outside of the perimeter. There's a hole in the barbed wire fence, and there's the carcass, bloody carcass of a horse hanging over the barbed wire. How many people would ever, in their right mind, walk into the barbed wire and into the actual house? And not just pull a Don Knotts and turn around and start screaming and run away and call every law authority figure you could think of. That's a pretty big plot flaw. But the th- yeah, right. So you have to justify it as well. I'm going to save my wife. 
a wife who's already told him, don't come. <laughs> There's something bad going on. Don't right, show up. Right. So, well, I mean, that's the plot of a lot of movies, too, right? If you look at it from the, see, from the 30,000 right? foot. See, that's the There's a stupid And you're level, like, right? okay, well, if this didn't happen, there's no movie. That's right. And so, you, could, so you, you actually... Could have, you could have just not done that, and that would have been the end of it. I am doing a terrible job of describing this because I don't want to really give anything away. The mansion's in Louisiana. It's a plantation. Okay. It's decrepit. It's awesome. Any anything you could think of in a, a mansion that's really old, like peeling paint, mm-hmm. rusted rusted doorknobs, and opening a door Does it... is unbelievable. The creak is there, awesome. and you never know what's going to go on behind that door. So one of the questions is with a with a game like this where there's so much information. I mean, obviously now you download a good chunk of it on the device ahead of time. How was the transition between scenes? Did you have to wait a while for it to load? Yeah, you, you, you had to wait. When, where you had to wait was when the game, when you came back to the game to continue it, mm-hmm. there was a, a relatively long wait for the load to happen. Okay. After that, it was fairly seamless. Okay. So I mean, that was really cool. That does seem to be now with, especially as, like, if you think about it, how many different audio files are they having to use in each scene and, and you know, imagery and then, of course, the 3D and rendering. Possibilities and possibilities where exactly. you're going, right? And it seems like as they're adding more to that, these games are taking longer to load between segments. Now, granted, there's some auto-saving that's happening depending on what you do, and right. I get that in the background, but that does seem to be a problem with games that are very highly detailed that do have a lot of sort of open-ended possibilities. And you don't want that to happen in a horror game. No. Because that kind of ruins the entire atmosphere, right? I mean, definitely. I'll tell you, there's another part in the game where you find videotapes, and I don't think this is giving anything away at this point because everybody already knows. You pop the videotape into a very old VHS player, and you become part of the characters in the videotape, and you play through a scene that way. That's cool. That is awesome because it gives you a lot of background information and the entire narrative does tie in to the resident evil canon at some point so are you spending the bulk of your time in the mansion you are in the mansion and its surroundings okay so there's some boat there's a boathouse there's some areas outside the mansion which by the way are as creepy there's a trailer of course there's a trailer are Um, are there are there like uh, sharp things hanging from the ceiling anywhere you know that's very zombie-esque to, to walk into a shed where you've got oh yeah pitchforks I, and... I see what you're talking about. There's a garage that things don't go well in. Okay. Where there's sounds like things just don't go well in things general. Don't, no, there's a character called Immortal Jack, and he's a troublemaker throughout. Oh, that's fun. There's a there's a lot of. I'm just telling you, go watch the Texas Chainsaw Man. Meet that family, and then you'll really appreciate this game even more. All right. So overall, oh. 10. Okay. And the thing about it is, you know, I had my kid work through it with me a little bit. He was equally 17-year-old terrified. He couldn't believe it. Not only that, but he's now had three of his friends play the game, the opening, like, 10 minutes, and just loved watching them poop their pants during it. So, I mean, this game... So what's the rating? Is great. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, for sure, this is Aisley, and it's only... February, one of the best games of the year. Man, that's I can't give you a, so, any more. So you more. think when E3 comes up, that's going to be it for the year? It's it's a really... I don't think it's going to end up being the best game, but, it's in but the, I've enjoyed top it. Five. And they've already released downloadable content. 
Oh, that's awesome. They've already put more of that kind of that videotape play mm-hmm. in action because that's the way to go. They can re, 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 allow you to take these scenes and, and introduce new characters because it's, it's videotape scenes from past encounters. So now that you've completed it, where can you go with it? Is there a reason to come back to it even for the downloadable content? You come back for the downloadable content. Okay. You can also play it again in a super hard difficulty where it's like you get no health and you get no help. Oh. But I wouldn't do that in a million years. That's that's for like comp- professional competition. Yeah, yeah, you got to really be into yeah. it. You've got to know that game inside and out. It, it's a great conquerable game for the average gamer who will really love this game if you're a horror fan. Awesome. Cool. Thank you. Wow. That was maybe one of the best. Capcom paid me nothing. That might that. that may have been one of the best video game reviews I think you've ever done. Right. Maybe the only one. No, you've done a few others. Uh, I'm going to quickly touch on one thing before we close this bad boy out. And that is tomorrow uh, during the Super Bowl, Netflix is going to air the what? trailer for oh. Stranger Things Season 2. When is Season 2? Soon. I think it's like uh, no May, May or June. So oh, soonish. Good. Um, which I think I told you before, wait until just before it comes out and, and then and then binge it. Got it. So you're up to date. The only reason I state this, and I do like it a lot, is they release their first promo image and three of the four boys are dressed up as Ghostbusters. And it you takes, gotta love that. It takes place a year later in 1984 and immediately I'm like, oh, bridge, both worlds, super excited. Right. Found out because Ghost Core, the new entity from Columbia slash Sony, they sent well cats out of the bag, and apparently they licensed the full likeness of the uniforms to Stranger Things. Really? So it's like finally. What they, does that mean? I'd probably the no ghost logo. Okay, would be my guess, so that they could use it. But very cool. Can't wait to see what they do with that. Looks like it's obviously Halloween, um, so that could be pretty awesome. And I think that's going to be a show that. Uh, if it continues to go and it continues to age well, it's going to be another big success for them. Also, just to point out, coming very soon is Better Call Saul Season 3. three? That's right. Which I think is going to be awesome as well. Yep. And Mike. Walking Dead, Walking Dead comes back. Come back in a week. After the Do you Super think Bowl. they're going to finally give us six more episodes of Negan, or are they going to carry this into another season? Uh, How much Negan? Well, I mean, if you've read the comics, eventually, oh, yeah. eventually Negan ends up in j- in the jail that Morgan right. built. But how long is it going to take? I got to imagine he's in another season. I think he said he was right when, he did, when he's done interviews that he's in one more. These are, so we're going to just waste six six episodes. I think episodes it's going to be a big war, and the war will start at the end of this season. Or there's going to be a build up to it, right. and then it's going to start to unleash, and there's going to be setbacks on both sides, and then there's going to be the sort of big boss battle between the two right, of them. Right, 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 So, lot to look forward to. It's going to be amazing. There's going to be amazing commercials and new product announcements coming out of the Super Bowl, which anything video or game related. I saw we'll, a lot of Gronkowski for some reason. Well, well you know why? Because he didn't play this year. That's he right. So, he's got himself. a lot of time. He had a lot of time. Hey, and by the way, one of your favorite Ghostbusters, Kate McKinnon, is in um, this movie called Masterminds yes. that I just saw on yeah. Blu-ray. And? It's a terrible movie. It's really horrible. But you know what? She's she's really funny. And again... She's, and they let her go. You not, know what I mean? Not to knock it, but Kristen Wiig is in that one too. 
and Leslie Jones. And Leslie There's Jones. There's three Ghostbusters in that movie. And it's not great. There was It was a horrible premise. to the, Even when I saw the trailer, I was but, like, this is going to suck. Yeah, but wait a minute. It's a true story. I, know. I mean, I don't want to go into a review on this right now. No, because I know. Because I want you to see it. No, I know. Have you seen it? No. But it's really, it's a true story. I know. And the, one of the featurettes, they interview the guy, yeah. the robber. Yeah. And it's it's unbelievable because yeah. Zach Gagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagag